Hello, my love. I'm Molly. Welcome to my divine corner of the wellness world. I have created this space as a reflection of the quest to healing my body and creating a sanctuary within myself. For the longest time, I have felt drawn to living a holistic lifestyle, but didn't fully resonate with a journey based solely around food. As we explore together, we will return to our intuitive knowing that with the right space and tools, our bodies have the ability to heal themselves. My experience and education has led me to a deeper awareness that in order to live our full potential, we must connect the mind, body, and spirit while returning to the flow of nature, and the rest will fall into place. It's time to reintroduce yourself to yourself as someone who's committed to nourishing your human vessel on all levels and forgive any setbacks along the way. This is a space for you to feel empowered and worthy, and most importantly, Anyone with a willingness to connect with themselves is capable of healing. Time to honor your existence while creating sustainable, healthful habits. Let's get into it. Hello, gorgeous humans. Um, I was feeling that it was time for another podcast because I have all of this information just kind of built up in my mind and I have so much to share. Um, And I'm just sitting here drinking a blueberry manuka honey coconut milk hot matcha and I am just so excited to be here with you guys so um let's do it um I felt like this was a great topic to follow my last episode of soul eats first um I talked a lot about how it is so important to fuel your soul above all else um what what are your passions and how can you live more intentionally and how can you connect more with others and question if your current job isn't really lighting up and the dreams you've been put on the back burner when are when are those going to be acknowledged whatever it is following these will lead you to a greater sense of purpose and ultimately respect for yourself which will lead you into eating healthier and feeling more of a drive to fuel your body properly with the right foods um that is accompanied with respect for yourself. Um, However, as much as I talk about that, one thing I do notice is the amount of people in my life who, when they hear or when they see the kind of lifestyle that I am passionate about or they hear that I'm becoming a health coach, they immediately say, oh my gosh, I want to start eating healthier. How do I do this? So with the popularity of this topic, I just wanted to share some of the most important information that I've learned in the area of food specifically. Um, And everyone's journey to wellness is so different and it is over such a vast spectrum of what that means for you, but we all love a little instant gratification and that's why I think starting with food is so desirable for people because it's something that's tangible and they can incorporate into their life right away if they make the choice to do so. Um, You can go to the grocery store anytime and begin your journey to making conscious food choices. So what I can offer is some of the things that I've done to ease my way into eating healthier um, and incorporating more foods from the earth um, as a plant-based diet and less processed foods. Um, But I truly believe that with a greater awareness of what food you're putting into your body, you start becoming your own health advocate and you begin to question things all around you that are not serving you and 
whether this is food or other external things, and you gain respect for yourself, you become a more vibrant version of yourself, and you have more energy, and you create longevity for your health, ultimately, because you are feeding your cells with the information to thrive and function, and it also kind of shows, gives you an idea of how you're currently treating yourself in your state of mind and your, um, yeah, how you're treating yourself, what you're allowing yourself, what you're restricting, and how can you be more creative. Food is so creative. Um, when I first started experimenting with plant-based foods, I noticed that my meals were more colorful, beautiful, and I was proud of myself to have made something that was created with such intention and I would sit down and just look at this meal that had all of these colors and I would just be um proud of myself and knew that I was fueling my body properly with the right information um and it also incorporated a lot of gratitude it it really began my gratitude practice I speak gratitude into my food now and I say it to myself in the mirror And it started out with being grateful for the food that I was able to provide for myself. And I would also say I'm grateful to have a job that provides me with money to buy beautiful groceries. And yeah, it can really just change your perspective on a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, Something I've talked about before is the fact that I kind of dislike labels. And for me... I am primarily vegan. I don't have, I don't usually eat animal products and stuff, but I don't know. I didn't even realize till like two years ago that when you're vegan, you can't even have anything that is animal based and animal products like shampoos, all this stuff. And to me, that is just like super, really, really admirable when people can go that deep into their ethical passion for that issue but I I think I just don't have enough knowledge on that other stuff yet so I don't know sometimes when I call myself vegan I'm like I'm a poser because I don't know if my shampoo is animal tested like I really try to be aware of that kind of stuff but what I'm trying to say is I don't like labels and for me placing a label on myself just doesn't resonate with me and labels just freak me out in general but I have gone through a lot of struggles with restricting myself especially with food and being overly obsessive and that's because I put myself into this box and I wanted to limit myself or I felt forced to limit myself to what was in that box just because of the label and if you know that you're eating in a balanced way you can mainly stick to vegan or vegetarian or whatever whole foods you know, you can eat meat, whatever it is, you can stick to those preferences. And like, if you're vegan, um, you can eat fish on occasion or cheese, no one's gonna know besides you. And you know, that's okay, because it's worth it to you, or you don't get a stomach upset, or you want to indulge. And some people actually become vegan and discover that their body literally craves meat or fish you know, animal protein. And this can be for a variety of reasons. One huge factor is family origin and ancestral lineage. If your ancestors grew up in an area 
where they ate a lot of meat and fish, especially way, 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 way back in time. If they ate a lot of meat and fish in their diet, your body has evolved because you came, your ancestors came from that specific area. So your body is a little bit more designed to process meat and fish and other animal proteins, for example. So your body may naturally crave it and some vegans experience terrible imbalances because of this and they want to stick to that oh I'm vegan though I can't ever have meat and sometimes for health reasons you legitimately need a different type of protein in your diet and so I don't know at the end of the day if you're at home cooking in your your kitchen and you're the only one that can hold yourself accountable, you can do whatever you want. You can you can eat a piece of cheese if you're vegan. You can try some fish, introduce some stuff. This label, if you think about it, is is really only for other people to have an easier time placing their perception over you or being able to describe you as a person. It does not matter what people think recently I've realized that no one cares what I'm eating and honestly sometimes people are like I could never go plant-based or and it's really them saying I really want to go plant-based and I realize that a lot because the struggles that I've personally put myself through or experienced people will say Molly you don't eat enough or whatever and it's really they might be saying that because they know they don't eat enough and it's just projecting their own image of themselves on you. Um, and labels make it easier for people to describe you. It really is ultimately just up to you and your preferences and you getting to know your body. Um, but along with that, I've kind of let go a little bit of that resistance with the labels. And if I have something that is outside of this made-up boundary that I have for myself, like accidentally eating cheese on something, I just forgive myself, let it digest, and move on. Um, A funny story I wanted to share was a few weeks ago, my friend and I drank a little too much, and we got home, and I almost ate an entire bag of cheddar sun chips. And... I know this doesn't sound like a big deal to some people, but I have not eaten cheese in like almost three years. So I was scared that it was going to, you know, if I consumed cheese, I was going to have like all these digestive upsets and all these issues. My skin was going to break out and I was going to blow up pretty much. But with this awareness that I've expanded in my mind, I just woke up and I was like, oops, let's just let that digest and move on. And nothing even happened. And mind you, it was probably like the fakest cheese that I could possibly consume, but it was all this stuff that my body is not used to consuming anymore. And I think my body sensed my level of forgiveness on a deeper level and just allowed it to pass through. And that's incredibly important when it beco- when it comes to food because we all need to eat and we can't escape food and... It can be really triggering for some people that have had issues like um, negative eating habits and just boxes that they've put themselves into. And we all need to eat. We can't escape it. And we want to make eating an enjoyable experience. And I've sort of learned how to do that. And that's why I'm really passionate about this. And 
understanding that food is not something to punish yourself over. It's not something that you need to measure in a measuring cup. You know, like it's it's not something you need to feel guilty over or create this limiting belief over. Like we should not be punishing ourselves over food. We should be in, enjoying the foods of the earth and when you choose the correct foods, you you will feel good and you'll feel you know, a sense of worthiness of celebrating your choices. Um, But a concept that I learned in my nutrition program recently that I feel like would resonate with a lot of people because it really resonated with me was um, the concept of crowding out. And what that entails is focusing more on what you wish to add into your diet rather than what you want to cut out. And through this process, the things that you're trying to eliminate will slowly fade away because your focus is on more of what makes you feel good instead of restricting the foods that you love and that you think are bad for you and I did this at first when I began to eat less meat in a more plant-based diet and I incorporated a ton of new vegetables and new foods I had never cooked with and I tried recreating veganized recipes um of you know like chicken alfredo and just instead of I just strayed away from the meat section and just spent more time in the produce section and looked at vegetables that I'd never tried and it honestly opened up my mind of how many flavors and textures I was missing out on and it was it was a super fun experience for me and I know it can be fun for people too. Um, and yeah, I still do this, but I, I have so much fun scrolling through Pinterest and making dinner kind of like an event. Like I'll choose like, Oh, I'm going to make homemade pad thai. How do I do that? Look through Pinterest, get the ingredients and make the dinner. And through this whole journey, I didn't even realize that I had gone a year without eating meat. And now it's almost been, three years and I have I I honestly don't miss cheese or things like that or eggs or anything because I have found all of these new flavors and foods that I'm obsessed with that I keep in my pantry all the time like um that are so satisfying to me and that is the perfect example of crowding out what no longer what I no longer felt like was serving me and just adding in all of these new wonderful flavors and um, stuff like that. This can be anything for you. And so something to practice is instead of saying, oh, I'm going to cut out, I need to cut out dairy. Say, I'm going to start trying more plant-based alternatives like hemp milk or something I actually tried yesterday was cashew ricotta. And it was so good. And I just like let myself try it I've been kind of crazy about um eating out at restaurants or whatever because I'm like oh I don't know what they're putting in there but I just allowed myself to indulge and it was so delicious and a lot of the times when people are trying to cut something out especially like cheese it is so addicting it is a lot of the times unsuccessful because our brains are not necessarily happy when we restrict ourselves from something we love and we do see the foods that we've eaten our entire lives as more than food. They're comfort. They're familiar. They 
tastes like love, they are tradition, they are culture. We don't want to cut that stuff out. Um, like, say say this to yourself and said, I'm going to start experimenting with new foods and try making familiar recipes with fresh and new and modern ingredients. And you you can find that. There's a lot of plant-based alternatives for pretty much everything. And just a little side note, um, I hope this isn't like triggering for anyone, but something I've experienced when I mentioned food as comfort, um, that is a topic that can go really deep. And this is just kind of food for thought, but um, based on what I've learned, experienced myself and read, people can create kind of disordered eating habits you know like binge eating or whatever that might be because they are lacking some lacking in another area of their life and creating an awareness of what you turn to as a habit when you are lacking these feelings of love and feeling like you're unworthy and unnurtured can open the floodgates to healing and reshaping and rewiring your brain to heal those deeply rooted issues and form new habits and understand why you're partaking in certain coping mechanisms. Like for me, I, when I was unsatisfied with an area of my life, like when I was going through my last year of school, I was just eating a lot and I was eating when I was not hungry and I was creating habits around coping with food and I started to question and really turn inward and that's been a long process and I'm still kind of in I'm definitely in that still but that's just kind of something to think about and it's a really beautiful thing when you can allow yourself to you can allow your feelings to surface and really get to the root issue and use food as fuel instead of um coping coping mechanism but our minds are just so much more powerful than we think especially around our intentions and um especially um at a restaurant and I know I don't know how many people also deal with this some people are just like I want to eat more plant-based why is she talking about all this but I do really want to reach everyone and I know that there is a lot of people that have been overly restrictive with um, food choices such as myself and so I want to reach those people as well um, and send them love but if we sit at a restaurant and we're freaking out over the ingredients they're using um, or if there's cross-contamination going on or if they're using hydrogenated oils or they didn't get the message that you're vegan and gluten-free you're literally going to reject the food that you're eating and you're putting because you're putting yourself into a state of panic and uneasiness and that is the opposite of rest and digest and um yeah if you're wondering why that list of things was so easy for me it's because I'm guilty of all of that and it's something I've been working through and I'm not kidding when I say my digestion and happiness have both greatly benefited from releasing that tension and some of the resistance resistance around dining out and yeah sometimes eating out at a restaurant can be a really unpleasant experience like first of all you can't find anything on the menu 
that suits your diet well enough and you end up having to modify your order so much that it's not even recognizable from the menu and you're tense and it's honestly hard to focus on the people that you're with because you're so fi- you're so hyper focused on how bloated you're going to be after this meal and the guilt that you're going to be experiencing for eating these foods and um what i've noticed is just a, just to the importance of releasing some of that tension um before you go somewhere whenever i go out to eat something that helps me is literally saying and i know it sounds kind of funny I just say to myself, I'm going out to eat with my friends. I'm going to enjoy the food that someone has prepared for me and it is going to feed my soul. I am going to taste the flavors and appreciate the good food that someone has prepared and I'm grateful to have the ability to go out with my friends and enjoy a nice meal. And I'll just kind of sit with that for a second, meditate and just really go inward in my body and say like, you know, create the awareness that food is pleasure and it can be a pleasurable experience it doesn't have to be this burden that you put on yourself um and make that makes you feel like you can never dine out and stuff um it's it's so fun to go out and eat and try new foods and taste different cultures and the way they cook and the way they use spices and it's all just like an experience um it's just all about the intention but building building this strong foundation for yourself is the highest form of respect in my mind and the more in tune you become with yourself the more respect you gain for your the precious vessel of life that you are experiencing and that your your soul is carried by our bodies are just vessels to carry our souls and all we have to do all we that all that we are responsible for is nourishing them properly and you will slowly start to see other healthy habits start to form in your life when you create this sense of awareness because um for example like i i just got a gym membership recently and when i go to the gym I come back and I instantly want to fuel myself with really good food that's high in protein and otherwise I feel like I'm throwing the workout away for example but it's not all about that it's just like you see your body as something that you need to feed just like a plant or you know we need to water the plant or it's gonna die (laughs) or we need to you know pay our bills because the freaking water is going to shut off if you don't but the way I've noticed this process evolving for people is um when it's it's easier to see food when you view it for its function and I've seen a lot of this on some of my friends have like their um, functional nutritionists and they'll post things like that like eat more zinc here's the foods that have zinc in them or whatever and for me I'm reading this book called healing with whole foods and it is all about food as function and now when I when I kind of have opened my own awareness around that um I know that if I'm lacking a bit of protein I can add hemp seeds they literally have like 10 grams of protein per serving it's crazy 
and I eat that at least like three times a day. Or if I run out of my iron supplement, I'll eat more leafy greens. Or I think we all know if you're sick, you go buy some oranges to get some vitamin C. Or if I have a headache or feel congested, I'll take a shot of turmeric. And this is especially interesting when it comes to herbs, which is a topic that I want to cover later for sure. Um, Because food is literal medicine. And even some of the pharmaceuticals that are used today are created to mimic the mechanisms of medicinal plants. And I think we do have this innate knowing that plants can heal. It's just a matter of doing the research and approaching this all with a beginner's mind and absorbing the new knowledge and you'll eventually become a master of your own body and you'll be able to listen to your body's needs and and nourish it properly um but yeah anyway another point that I wanted to cover was the diet culture in our modern society today and it's something in my mind that's really toxic because like I said earlier it's like People are measuring their food out, and I know that that's important for some people, but um, the diet culture and all of that enforces external control over your own intuitive sense of what's good for you. For me, I, I used to count calories and all of that stuff, and I didn't I didn't really notice like it was doing anything it's because I think I was fighting this innate sense of knowing what my body needs and now if I'm like craving carbs I know that my body needs carbs in or my body needs energy in the form of carbs for example and um that to me resets and recalibrates your mind and body to be in tune with yourself and um, reinforce internal, the internal control that you have capability of. And it doesn't allow you to be so susceptible of the fear foods that are instilled from the diet culture, like carbs or fats. Like it's crazy how they've villainized carbs and fats. Like I've been I've been a victim to that. Like I thought carbs were bad and I thought I could, I function just well without carbs. Like, no, I really, truly think that my body benefits so much more when I eat carbs and even fats, like a low fat diet, like that is so backwards and there is absolutely nothing wrong with eating healthy fats like avocado and, um, you know coconut oil and all that stuff and it's it's just really something that I'm passionate about um re-instilling that inner knowing that you you know what your body needs and if you're wondering well how still how do I start implementing this new lifestyle the most simple way I can explain how I eat and how you can start is returning to nature. And what I mean by that is to understand that we as humans were definitely not put on this earth to, you know, we were just not dropped off and God or source or universe said, all right, now figure out how to genetically modify all these foods. Like you have to figure that out in order to 
be good. Like, no. <laughs> like, there's so many foods that are not even close to the original shape and size that they were created as. And we were not meant to be consuming fillers and guar gums and preservatives and other garbage we were meant to eat plant medicine and fruits and vegetables and if you choose pasture raised meat and cows and animals that lived a happy life that wasn't completely full of trauma and separation from their young because trauma is stored in their cells and a lot of the meat that is provided to us from in the grocery store is full of antibiotics and more most importantly like that can f up your gut health and another thing is like if you are trying to wean off of like antibiotics like because they really do destroy your gut like if you're eating meat still that was pumped full of antibiotics there's still going to be all of that hormone hormones and antibiotics pumping through your body and especially for women the hormones that are in meat and all of that stuff it's it does affect our female hormones um and I know I keep saying this but that's also a topic that I have on deck all about women's health and hormones and what affects that um but yeah trauma um, is stored in our cells. There is research behind that. And a cow or a pig or whatever it is that had a, an insanely traumatic life um, was separated from their babies and just killed in a completely inhumane way. That is stored and then dished out to everyone to eat. And it's no joke when... I say, like, you consume their information that is stored in their cells. And so before all of this, the industry went haywire, people were eating really good quality meat. And that is, there's nothing wrong with that. And so I think it's super important to choose good quality meat when you are eating that. And... um also when it comes to seafood and that's a little bit harder but um I'm also looking into that because I really don't know how to get properly sourced fish um other than locally from like a local fisherman but sometimes that can be kind of hard to find but anyway think of the insane spike in chronic illnesses around the world right now and just compare that to how it was 100 years ago there were not nearly as many chronic health issues that are striking our modern world today especially in kids and I'm definitely not going to say I know that this is a hundred percent but a huge part of this issue in kids um that are diagnosed with ADHD diabetes and other chronic illnesses that are just way too prevalent is caused by an overconsumption of processed sugar and dyes and pesticides and other extremely harmful chemicals that are included in processed foods and trust me there is so much evidence backing this up and it was a huge topic of my um, program so I'm not just pulling this information out of thin air I promise but we just have to have, we just have to start making the connections and advocating for ourselves um, 
but I can get really passionate and fired up over this topic, but it's because I want the best for you just as I want the best for myself. And the more that I've done my research and learned, the more I stray away from processed foods. And I know that is the the best thing that you can do. And I want that to be something that you're aware of too. And everyone deserves to know what's going on in their body. And I think if people knew more about what they were consuming or the ingredients, what they meant, how they affected their body over time, especially, they would make better decisions about what they think is healthy and um, realize that the, quote, natural granola bars, like the word natural in in processed food world is just marketing and a lot of those like even granola bars has so much sugar and hidden additives and thickeners and all of that just unnatural processed stuff um but yeah the the most simple way to open up to a new transition to eating more plant-based is just to start eating more whole foods and basically just eating foods that have minimal ingredients or are minimally processed um and just remember like when you're grocery shopping how can you return to nature how can you return to nature what comes from the earth what comes from a plant read the backs of labels um one example I wanted to throw in that I just thought was ridiculous um and this example I'm not saying that I'm bashing every anyone for eating this because I used to eat this all the time. But this is part of what I'm saying is that I care about your health. And when I realized the ingredients, I stopped eating it and I started making my own. And it's something that you can do too. Um, Quaker oatmeal, like um, the strawberries and cream one, first of all, it doesn't even include real strawberries. And here are some of the ingredients. Whole grain rolled oats. The second, gra- the second ingredient is sugar. The third is a creaming agent, which is maltodextrin, sunflower, and palm oils, which are both extremely harmful processed hydrogenated oils. Whey, sodium caseinate, flavored and colored fruit pieces, dehydrated apples treated with sodium sulfite to promote color retention, artificial strawberry flavor, citric acid, red 40, salt, gorgum, artificial flavor, citric acid, there's not even real strawberries. <laughs> I can't. And py- pyridoxine hydrochloride. Like, what the heck? FDA. What the heck? Um, and just to continue the comical, just effed upness, um, the same exact product in the UK has like seven ingredients, whole grain rolled oats, sugar, freeze-dried raspberry, freeze-dried strawberry, natural flavoring. That is it. That is ridiculous. Like, come on. I can't believe it's legal. And here's just some food for thought. If the FDA approves that kind of garbage, especially in America with the 30 ingredients that are obviously unnecessary because the UK, well, has proof that you can create the same product with better ingredients 
if the FDA does not change their policies and they dish out processed crap like that, then you have to be the one to change. You have to be the one to advocate and choose better food. Like, read some of the labels and ask yourself if you would consume that ingredient on its own. Ooh, would you eat plain guar gum? Mmm. Or would you eat a random spoonful of sugar in the middle of your day? Would you come home and be like, oh, I need some energy. I'm just going to take a giant spoonful of cane sugar out of my thing and eat that or would you eat a teaspoon of citric acid or whatever like the thing with this is all of these ingredients they assume you don't know the long-term effects that they have on your body and although you're you don't feel like you're eating a spoonful of sugar or a bunch of guar gum and sunflower and palm oils that are like clogging your arteries it it adds up over time and just because you can't see the ingredient doesn't mean that it's not affecting your body and and a lot of this is is what kids are eating which is so sad to me because they're in their vulnerable state and their subconscious is forming and they need whole foods and I just feel very very passionate about being an advocate for this for people um yeah just maybe practice and say like would I eat this on its own probably not maybe I should look for something that has less ingredients or something I can make at home like I just started making my own oatmeal and now it's fun and it tastes good and I know exactly what's going into my body and it's cheaper because number one I buy grain whole grain rolled oats in bulk I have my peanut butter I can add cacao powder if I'm feeling like in a chocolatey mood or I can add real fruit and it tastes like fruit and it's fruity and you can add yogurt to the top and it's fun and you you will feel better and your health over time will just thank you and this is not meant to scare people and make them crazy label readers because I've definitely been there and it's still kind of me but I just think the more you learn that what is the more you learn about what's in your food um or yeah even when you read the ingredients you realize that you can make this food at home and luckily the way the wellness world is going which is a in a good direction there's a lot more products that I find in the stores now with very clean ingredients and um there's transparency through the company and it's you know small small business owned and stuff like that and um I do post a lot of those on my Instagram story so um you can see that on my highlight of my favorite products and I post the ingredients usually but um bringing it back around you are your own health advocate and I'll say it a million times gaining an awareness of what you're putting into your body is so important and once you have this baseline knowledge for what is not so good to consume and what will fuel your body with nutrients or yeah, the proper nutrients, you can make these choices for yourself. And 
reclaim your power and yeah this is an investment we spend so much money and energy investing in our phones and material items and all of that and it just seems so crazy to some people to invest a little bit more on good food every month when that is literally the equivalent of putting the correct gas into your car um it's not gonna be too fun when one day you have all the material wealth in the world but your body is malfunctioning and this is the only body you get in this lifetime it is a temple and it deserves nothing less than gratitude for caring and being a vessel for your soul to experience this human life and it deserves love and attention and good fuel and then when you do feel like treating yourself to a donut or an entire box of craft mac and cheese whatever your guilty pleasure is it won't be anything to ruminate or feel guilty over and you will feel a sense that truly everything is fine in moderation and you can give yourself grace and knowing that your awareness is the most important thing above all and this is really how you can reclaim your power you put good in you get good out and we definitely don't need to be all the the we don't have to be the perfect pictures of health to be healthy um eating what feels good for you is most important health is so bio individual like i said even earlier realizing like the origin you came from what foods do you feel like you process well it has so much to do with all any bio individuality all aspects of you this is your journey and eat what feels good and indulge what in, in whatever you love to eat um but yeah when i when i started going in a more in a direction to plant-based i learned certain staples that i always have on hand to make my life easier and um for me now when i fall off the wagon sometimes it's just because i don't have enough simple foods in the house because i have a i I'm always running around and um, when I buy rice from the store during my grocery run, I realize, oh, well, that takes 40 minutes to cook. So I don't really have the energy for that right now. Or I come home hungry and I don't really want to wait 40 minutes. So now I've gotten um, these little pre-cooked brown rice packets that have been so helpful. So even when I'm feeling a little bit low in energy, I can still make something that is nourishing and it it doesn't always have to be something like completely uncooked like you can get frozen broccoli and things to make your life easier I have frozen sweet potatoes actually that I love and that way I don't have to because I don't I don't have a microwave in my studio and so I would always microwave um uh sweet potatoes and now that I don't have that I just buy frozen chunks of them and I warm them up in a pan and yeah I think a lot of people also think that when you eat more vegetables you have to eat cold salads for every meal and I don't find that satisfying at all and neither do you and sometimes it's good but um I've learned to kind of how to build a little nourish bowl and there's so many fun ideas on Pinterest again um but I do like greens some sort of carb usually rice or sweet potatoes a veggie like broccoli and a protein like whatever tofu or 
I don't, I can't think of something right now. I don't think I'm getting enough protein. <laughs> I can't even think of the protein. I, that's why I add so much hemp seeds to stuff because I don't really eat a lot of tofu either. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm learning just as you are. Like it's, it's challenging sometimes, but um, yeah, I think I'm going to eat more protein today. Anyway, don't worry about me. And then a sauce and a sauce like brings it all together for me. Like I, for the base of like my sauces, like my nourish bowls, I always use tahini for like a sweet potato kind of harvest bowl. I'll do like tahini and lemon juice. And then for like an Asian fusion one, I'll do, um, tahini and coconut aminos or soy sauce, rice vinegar, all that stuff. Um, and it just brings the whole dish together and it feels so good. And it's, it doesn't make me feel so weighted down. I feel like when I was eating meat, I would be like, or like meat and cheese and all that. I would just like always eat and after feel so full, even when I didn't even eat that much. And I just, I just feel like it was literally weighing me down. And now when I eat this food, I feel like ready to go. I don't feel overly full and I can eat an, a, a giant plate of food. And yeah, I just feel like I'm, I'm put the right gas in the car and I'm ready to go on a giant road trip. Like I just feel abundant, um, after eating food from the earth and, um, yeah, but when it comes to my staples, I, always try and have a variety of vegetables so I don't get bored because I don't like making the same thing over and over again like carrots zucchini whatever is in season definitely always have greens on hand like uh, spinach arugula and I know this this does sound like it can be like expensive but I get my greens in like a giant um container and it lasts me at least a week and um it's like 2.99 in zucchini it's like 50 cents or whatever for each one they're like it's not expensive I promise um and there's ways around it especially like bulk frozen vegetables which is there's nothing wrong with that um but yeah you can turn any boring dish into a better one with a good sauce so just remember that um I have a lot of ideas on my Instagram um and I post um ideas around this stuff that kind of stuff so if you need some inspiration, um, you can look there. Or I started by looking at, um, I would Pinterest plant-based dressings or plant-based nourish bowl dressings or whatever. Like, you will find something that suits your fancy. Um, but yeah, I'm always willing to um, help out if you guys need some inspiration or if you want to... Um, request some recipes I'm down to try it but um yeah you can see some of those ideas right on my Instagram if that sounds like something that's good for you so yeah you are in the driver's seat of your health and you have full control over the choices that you make and there's no better time to start than now and you will provide yourself with the best gift of all and that's just preventing complications and chronic illnesses in the future and also while boosting your immune system reducing inflammation boosting your energy levels especially sustainable energy that doesn't cause you to crash at the end of the day and end up reaching for caffeine and 
Also, not to mention, most chronic illnesses are brewing decades before they physically show up. So a huge takeaway um, for you should be to start now. And there's many studies and evidence out there that prove chronic illnesses can be prevented and reversed through a plant-based diet and just minimally processed foods. A couple documentaries that I really love that um, kind of hit home for me were um, The Game Changers, what the health forks over knives and I think cowspiracy is a good one um but yeah you can just expand your knowledge um and in addition to checking out Pinterest and my Instagram for um, meal inspiration I will p- be posting soon a grocery list to inspire some ideas for how to navigate the grocery store because I know how overwhelming can, it can be to be using new foods and trying out new flavor combinations and being face-to-face in the produce section with no clue what to purchase and acting like raw broccoli sounds appealing. It really doesn't. So um, I will try my best to help and for you just to use the tools to your advantage. Um, I always look up plant-based dinners and recreate those from Pinterest because um, sometimes it's just you let someone else have the creativity and you can recreate what um, they've already done. Um, but just allow yourself patience while creating this shift, um, and time and allow yourself time to learn. It doesn't need to be this shift that happens overnight, which is very important. You can gradually work your way into eating more foods from the earth. Um, but most importantly, if you've gotten this far in the episode, I'm Number one, really proud of you. And number two, you're clearly already interested in investing time into your health. And you are entirely capable of just that. And simply the awareness will bring so many positive changes to your life. And I'm always here to answer questions. So if you want to reach out, just DM me on Instagram. And I would love to extend my knowledge and just share space for each other. Um, Until then... Stay tuned for the next episode and I hope you have a beautiful day. See ya.